Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing cult divinity lost role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we begin a new scenario entitled His Last Hope. It was written by Magnus Cedar, and it's part of a collection called Screams and Whispers. Uh, it's not out yet, but it'll eventually be out on drive through RPG. Our game master for this evening is Zane Fleming, and this is episode one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Zane? Thank you very much, Tom. Uh, excited to be back. Um, so, hang on, bring up my... <clears throat> Silent Falls is a small coastal forested town in the heart of Northern California. It's quiet here. Since the mine closed down, most families have moved away. Those who remained soon became cold-hearted and kept to themselves. It is December 2019. The rain slams hard against the Greyhound bus as it pulls into the depot in the centre of town. A woman in her 30s thanks the driver as she steps out in the rain, pulling her hard pulling up her hood in a useless attempt to shield herself from the elements. She soon soaked through, her black T-shirt featuring some obscure punk rock band from the 80s, clinging to her dark skin as she walks down the street, glancing at storefronts that spark distant memories of her childhood, most of them unpleasant, but a few happy memories linger at the fringes of her mind. After about 10 minutes of walking, her combat boots kicking up the rainwater with every step, she turns a corner heading to a small underground cafe in what used to be the more hip part of town. She's about to cross the street to the staircase with the busted neon green sign flashing Grover's Cafe when she stops herself and takes a moment to take in her surroundings. What is she doing back in the shithole of a town? She never wanted to return here. So what fucking changed? She steps back into a shop front to get out of the rain and pulls a crumpled envelope out of her pocket of her leather jacket covered in spikes and chains. The envelope only has one word on the front of it. Her name, Gabrielle. It's written in what looks like an old typewriter font. The letter inside is typed with the same font. And there's also a Polaroid of Gabrielle when she was 12, which is super creepy. Gabrielle pulls out the letter and reads it aloud for, um, and for the hundredth time in a vain attempt to make sense of it all. Gather forth, brave adventurers. It was so many years ago that the angel roamed the woods behind our school. Even though we have drifted apart over the years, I implore you to meet me at Grover's Cafe in Silent Falls on Saturday at 7.30. I need you to take up arms with me and slay the dragon that dwells in the crow's nest. So, um, Gabrielle, the, the, the rain is, is pouring down hard it's, uh, the wind is, is cutting through. Uh, you're, you're freezing your ass off. You can see the neon sign of Grover's Cafe in the staircase. What do you want to do? I'm going to cross the street and, uh, and uh, go inside the front door. Cool. So, yeah, you cross across the street. Um, you make your way down the kind of industrial metal clanky staircase get to the very end and there's a there's a heavy door um with a uh yes we are open sign um kind of hanging in the window as you open the door the bell rings um to notify someone entering the the, the place 
this is obviously in the basement. There's no windows. It's very kind of dim light. You're, you're instantly hit with the smell of, of coffee, like roasted coffee. It's quite a nice smell. Um, directly in front of you, you can see an assortment of different kind of tables and chairs. They don't look like they're from, they're not uniform in any way. It looks like a collection of things. Uh, you can see that the, the seating area also further along down the line, it, it veers off to the left. Um, directly to your left when you walk in the door, uh, there is a counter with the FPOS machine, cash register, uh, kind of glass display that has muffins and sandwiches. Uh, behind the counter, the big menu, the door which you would assume goes to the kitchen, and sitting behind the counter um, with his feet up on the, on the, on the bench um, is a young guy in his maybe mid to late 20s. Um, he's wearing uh, dark denim jeans, um, a leather jacket that's cuffed up to his elbows. He's got tattoos on his lower arms, um, fingernails painted, a little bit of kind of eyeliner makeup. The kind of guy that if you were thinking of dating, he would be the kind of guy that you would find quite attractive, but you're not really interested at this point. Um, and he's sitting behind the counter with a comic book, um, and he does look up when you walk in and sort of begrudgingly to us kind of puts his comic book down on the counter and stands and gives you a smile. Hi, how's it going? Uh, what can I get you? Coffee, bitter. It's the only kind we got. Um, and he kind of leans behind him and starts working with the coffee machine and sort of looks back and, and gives you a kind of bit look up down. I don't think I've uh, don't think I've seen you around here before. I haven't you been around here. I haven't been around here for a long time. Oh, you're one of the lucky ones who've got away, huh? <clears throat> Apparently not. So, what brings you back? None of your goddamn business. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and he um, he's about to pull the coffin. He goes uh, to go or have here. No, I'll sit here. Okay, and he puts it in a in a mug, um, and um, and and puts a crow through, and he goes, um, "It's on the house." I ain't gonna date you. That's not what I was. Uh, just you're you're freezing cold, and 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 it sounds like you don't really want to be here. So it's a small gesture of, you know. Thanks. No I'll take the coffee, and I'll go sit down. Um, as you kind of get further towards the um, uh, the where that kind of veers around, you can see around the corner there's booths um, and there is a, um, a, a small fireplace that is going. So it's a bit warmer in that kind of around the corner, left corner. Um, I'll, I'll sit not too close to the fire. Yeah, but it's enough <clears throat> to kind of just start drying you yeah. off and warming you up a little bit. Um it's maybe five or so minutes when you hear the uh, the ding of the of of the door as someone else comes in. Um, Ralph, uh, you see the exact same image um, that uh, that Gabrielle saw um, as you as you walk down. Um, your Uber pulled up pretty much right outside the the cafe, um, so that you you're not as soaking wet. You're just wet from the the journey from the from the, the outside to to um, getting down the stairs, so not too bad. Cool. 
Now I just walk in, I look around, notice Gabriel, recognize her from school, of course. Just wander over, wave to the guy. I'm with her. Congratulations. Ralph? Yeah. Ask me. Ralph, did you send me this letter? Uh-uh. I was wondering who sent it myself. You got one, too? Yeah. I don't know, man. I didn't, or I didn't want to come back to this shithole. I thought it was free. This place poisoned my life. Sit down. We're fucking back here. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> that's it. Hey, dude, can we smoke in here? Sure. So, um, yeah. So, what's this big mystery? You have no idea? None at all. Wonder if the others got <clears throat> got well, one too. Well, yeah. I mean, because somebody's got to be behind it. Did one of us stay here? I don't know. I don't know. You guys it's, haven't seen each other for at least a decade. Yeah. I just, where did you come from? Michigan. Really? Yeah. Little town up there. It's a whole lot better than here. <laughs> I mean, aside from... <laughs> Aside from you and the others, you know, I kind of wish that I'd been born there, but, you know, shit, I can't believe we're back here. Yeah. I'm used to a lot more noise and a lot more traffic, a lot more pollution in this place up here. It's air, the air is too clean. Where'd you come from? Uh, I couldn't see. Chicago. Ah, it's not too far. A couple, a few hours away from me. So, the only people I can think of is Tom and Michael and Ursula. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Which one of them is stuck here? There's another um, ding, as you can hear the... uh, the, the door gets opened again um, and uh, in walks a woman who is kind of wearing more layers uh, to kind of it's indeterminate build of the woman because she's just wearing so many layers. Um, she's got multicolored dyed hair, but it's, it is quite a bit of regrowth. So it looks like it hasn't been redone in a little bit of time. Um you can vaguely recognize her, but it looks like she's not. She's aged beyond her years. Like she doesn't look like. Uh, you know how old Ursula is, and she's looking much older than she. Ursula's not looking good from what you remember her as. Yeah, I say to Ralph, well, the, the, the room is true. Meth is a hell of a drug. Yeah, no shit. Damn. Ursula. As I walk in, I'm going to flip off the guy that just dropped me off out front yeah. th- through the door. Yeah. I'm going to look around. 
Gabrielle. Over have hey. a seat. I'm going to walk over to the table. Wow. Uh, how have you been? I haven't seen you in forever. Hey, Ralph. Hey. I've been up and down, in and out of rehab, things like that. You look great. Thank you. You don't. What happened? Life. Drugs? Drugs? Uh, A little bit. I was on my way. I mean, you got to get a good program and find your way out of it. But I'm not done yet. Hey, can I get some coffee? Yeah, uh, any particular kind? Black, sweet. Uh, I can. I'll do what I can. Um, and he grabs the same kind of st- starts doing it, and um, yeah, he starts making up your your coffee. And he, uh, it, the guy, looks up. Hey, uh, four eyes. Yeah. Um, you want a coffee? Yeah. Yeah, I can use one. Thank you. Um, any kind four of particular? eyes. Uh, don't matter. Okay. Hot. That's it. He starts making um making the coffees for Ursula and Ralph. So Ursula, did you get the funny little poem in the mail? I did. Uh, I have no idea what it's about though. Um, it's got to be Ralph. I mean, it's got to be Michael. Then Mike's playing some sort of weird, long ass practical joke. What a dick. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't well, think it would be Thomas. Thomas wouldn't do anything like this. I don't think so. So, anybody married? Anybody got kids? Nope. <laughs> no. I have yet to be with anyone, actually. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. You're not saying you're a virgin, are you? And uh, nah, you know, just no relationship. You're a fucking virgin, are you? Aren't you? Nah, I just haven't found anybody I want to be with. You know, it's like more than like a night. You know, it's, it's 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 not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah, I'm, from what I've had, I can see that. <laughs> Ralph, uh, someday someone will see how wonderful you are, and they will keep you. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I've been in one relationship so far, and I don't know. It's like it's like a con job. You, you get you start working your way into it because you like it, and once you're in it, you realize it ain't so great. And then he starts abusing you, and then you end up uh, having to escape. Hmm. And they steal Sorry, all your money man. and disappear. Um. The. Uh... The guy behind the counter comes around and puts two coffees in front of um, Ursula and Ralph. Can I get you guys any food or anything? Are we hungry? Well, I'm not very hungry at all. What is this, some kind of reunion or something? One of our friends seems to have sent us a letter and wants to meet us all here. It's a long fucking trip on a Greyhound. Huh. Yeah. I was going to say, this is Long the most customers we've had in like a month. Well, it's, I would say coffee up here in the great white north of California is uh, 
something everybody would be drinking. Are there still, are there still a lot, lot of people in town, or is it? Now, nah, since the mine's closed, most people moved away. Don't blame them. Mm. I mean, you live here, but, you know, I'm just saying. Having lives well, here not, myself. Not choice, uh, yeah, I hear that. I couldn't wait to get out. I'm Sam, by the way. Ralph. Sam. Damn. Gabriel. How are you doing? I'm doing. Well, um, I'll be over there if you guys need anything. And he goes back over to the counter, puts his feet back up and pulls up his um his comic book. Um uh for anyone who's noticing, uh he's reading Sandman by Neil Gaiman. Hmm. Um, and pretty much as he gets back to his spot, the uh, the the bell rings again as uh, a very well built uh, man in his early thirties steps into the point where he actually has to duck slightly um, to get through the door. Um, he's got kind of very severe undercut hair, slicked back, tight trimmed beard, t-shirts probably like three or four sizes too small for him. Uh, muscles just rippling out of it. Uh, and yeah, it's Michael. Okay. Oh, Gabby, Michael. Jesus Ralph, Ursula, which one of you uh, brought us back to Bumblefuck nowhere? We thought it was, it was you. It wasn't me. I don't play no games. Um, since when are you gay? Shut the hell up, Gavin. I mean, look at you. Look, a lot can happen. I mean, we don't care. It's just you should have told us. Not fucking gay. Yeah, you just spend all your day in the gym working out. Are you, you know, married? you haven't you changed, Gabby. Gabby. No, don't, no, don't I haven't. Piss him off. Yeah. The guy oh. behind the counter sort of snorts so, at the... Um, at, uh, at, at Gabby picking on Michael. So who the fuck brought us here? Uh, Thomas? Yeah, it might have been Tommy. Well, Tommy's the only one left. He's the only one that knows about the angels. So where is he? You guys really... Uh, you, you Now that you're kind of thinking of him, you, you, everything's really blurry about Tommy. You remember him hanging around like he was a part of the Angels, he was a part of your group um, when you guys were younger but it's just it's it's hazy memories of, of everything. You can kind of picture his face, you can picture you guys hanging out with him during the summer breaks and that kind of things but it's like it's all it's like it's a puzzle and you're missing pieces of, of all those elements. Um, Michael, have you, you've sat down with the group? Yeah, I have. Yeah. So as you, as pretty much the moment you've sat down and and you guys have started talking about Tom, you guys hear the um, uh, the the bell again, um, and you will turn to see this guy standing in the doorway. What the Uh, fuck? What the hell? Clearly a a homeless man, bare feet. 
Uh, he's the stench off him. He's sopping through wet, uh, and he sort of like looks around the um, the the room. Um, sort of catches eyes with with each of you individually, um, and and then Sam over at the counter, who sort of looks up, takes a look at him, crinkles his nose, and then goes back to his comic. Um, uh, and then he comes out. Uh, this this guy comes over to your table and he stands and again he looks each of you directly in the eyes with this sort of it's it, his eyes are almost hypnotic but like the the stench coming off this guy the clearly grimy filthy clothes and he digs into his he, he goes into his jacket pocket and he pulls out like a ziploc bag and he slams it down on the table and just looks at you all again <laughs> And then he just walks off back towards the door and back out. Disgusting. Who the fuck does he think he is? is What's in the bag? bag? I won't touch that thing. I'm just going to grab it. Is it a clear plastic bag? Yep, clear plastic bag. It's a bit like uh, there's obviously wetness, dampness to it, and there's like... uh, not fog, but it's like the, the inside steamed up a little bit. Like so, you can you can see there's something in it, but you can't quite. Yeah, it's crumpled up. I'll open it up. Oh, dude, I won't do that. You might have taken a dump in there. So you are uh, open. It smells it up, like it. Could be uh, Michael. And inside is an envelope, and on the front of the envelope, in typewriter font, is the word "The Angels." Now, was there any resemblance to Tommy to that guy? No, none at all. That guy was easily in his, you'd say, late fifties, early sixties. Right. No, no facial reminiscence of yeah. Is some kind of joke? I don't know. I just we're supposed to open the envelope. The fuck. All right, I'll open it up. Cool. So. Like uh, the uh, uh, letters that you guys had received before, uh, the envelope opens up and there seems to be a piece of paper with some writing on it and also a Polaroid of you, the group, when you were young, when you guys were 12. And you can see the house behind in the image uh, is the crow's nest. It's the old abandoned manor house uh, deep in the woods that you guys explored once or twice when you guys were kids so we got ralph at the front doing the peace sign michael's just behind him the tallest one uh ursula obviously on the other far edge gabriella with the kind of the pigtails and then tommy uh, and then thomas is behind and you said there was a letter with it yeah there is we angels swore to always be together and stand up for each other I was always there for you whenever you needed me. Protected you from bullies, helped you with your homework, drew art for the games we played. But did you help me? Did you care? No, you let me tag along, but you never were there for me. No one was. You left me to deal with all the horrors myself. Well, I can't go on alone any longer. Now is the time when I need your help. So I call on you, my friends, my angels, Meet me at the crow's nest tonight. 
I have become the sad soul in need of a brave band of adventurers to save me. So please, save me. Thomas. It's in that moment that some of those puzzle pieces fall back into place and you guys start remembering things more clearly from your childhood and you you remember riding your bikes as a group around town, going to school, playing pranks, all these sorts of things. Then you remember it's summer. There's five members of the Angels, Michael, Ursula, Ralph, Gabriel, and Thomas. You're 12 years old and they've reached the end of the summer vacation. The summer's been warm and good. The angels have been on many adventures and not gotten into too much trouble. Some exceptions, of course. A few days ago, um, you guys remembered that uh, Ralph had been picked on by some of the older kids. And you guys as a group had decided you guys were going to get some revenge, get some payback. And uh, you guys tracked the older kids down and slashed the tires of their bikes um, unfortunately, Ralph, uh, being your lookout, um, got distracted and um, the older kids saw you guys trying to get away and they ended up chasing you guys for a bit into the woods um, and uh, the older kids caught up with you guys and gave you a pretty good beating. Um, Tommy probably worse than the rest of you because he he just wouldn't stay down. He just kept getting up trying to protect the rest of you. He tried to, you know, um, he, he got some pretty bad hits and he just kept getting up. He kept going. Um, eventually, where it got to the point that the older kids started to get a little worried because they were like, we, if we, they, you know, you could see in their face that look of shit, if we keep hitting this kid, we could kill him. Um, and they just kept yelling at him, stay down. And you guys kept yelling at him, Tommy, stay down. Like, don't, uh, you know, um, eventually one of the bigger kids um, picked up a rock and slammed it across the back of Tommy's head uh, and Tommy went down and stood still and was just still and for a few moments all of you, all of the older kids just froze you, you, you kind of didn't know what to do as you saw blood just sort of pulling at the back of Tommy's skull the older kids sort of came back to and and all yelled, they, they just scarpered, they ran, they ran, they got out of the way. You guys all run to, ran to Tommy's side um, and, and you guys are crying, you guys are hurt, you don't know what's going on. And, and you're holding Tommy and you're kind of shaking him, trying to, to bring him back too. And he, he finally opens his eyes and kind of grins at you all and go, did, did, I, did I win? Yeah, you won. Uh, oh, man. You kicked their asses. They all ran off scared. Oh, God. I kinda, You're right, man. Really I'm running. Come on. Get back on your feet. And um, he, he sort of gets back on his feet. He's a little wobbly, so he leans against you, Michael, kind of for a, a little bit of support. And he goes, God. I got you, Tommy. So that was um, that was a few days ago. Now um, uh, you guys have uh, you, you took Tommy to the to the to the doctors to get patched up and things. Um, 
and the doctor ended up sending Tommy home um, after we patched him up and you guys all picked up by your parents. It's been a few days now um, and uh, you guys all have met up at the clearing in the woods that kind of, um, there's a lake on the side. It's like by the lakeside. Um, and you all agreed that you would meet up here every every day of summer. You've all met up here to kind of go off and, you know, play your games, your Dungeons Dragons games or or have your, your kooky little adventures, the, the angels. Um, what do you guys want to do? Who wants to play D&D? No, as, long, as long as I get fighter. Always. Always. Ranger. Rogue. After you guys oh. start to play your, your D&D adventure, and Ralph is really good at this. He's like natural born game master. He the, the worlds he builds is like a great escape for you guys. You guys get a lot of um, enjoyment out of, out of playing these games <sighs> with Ralph. After you guys have been playing for maybe half an hour, you guys start to realize that, that Tommy's still not there and he's he's never been this late before. I wonder where Tommy is. Where the I hope hell he's is all right. Tommy? He took an awful bad hit the other day, but no, he's been around. Where, where is he? Well, I think he'll be fine. He got back up right away. Doctor let him go home. Yeah. Hope his parents aren't keeping him home. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe he got grounded for getting into a fight. Well, you know how Tommy's oh, yeah. parents are. Yeah, so you guys know that Tommy, um, Tommy has foster parents, and he's run away from home quite a few times. Oh, that's not good. They might ship him off to somebody else. Oh, man, we'd never see him again. Maybe we should go by and see. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's take our bikes over. over. Yeah. So we'll head on over there. Yeah, it's uh, you've never been there before because Tommy used to, like, he, he just never wanted to take you guys home because obviously the foster parents. You right. guys do, um, his foster parents are quite well known in the community. They're very well respected. Um, they, uh, they're, they're like an ultra-religious um family like definitely heavily involved with the church they have two other kids of their, like their own who are a little bit older than you guys um and they're the, the kind of the stepford family kind of look and everything. <laughs> yeah if they knew he played D, they would shit <laughs> yes yeah 100 percent. oh yeah so the and the year is 1999 i believe uh yeah so Just... you guys are year 12 um you g- grab your bikes and you sort of pedal over the instant you guys kind of get to the the long driveway that leads towards um, uh, Tommy's place, you guys instantly know something is wrong. Something is amiss. There's a police car out the front of Thomas's house. And you see as two policemen exit the house, one of them instantly leans over. <laughs> <laughs> And vomits on the ground. And the other one rushes to his cop car, opens the door, and starts speaking into his radio. 
We should hide and see what's going on. Yeah. Cops are always bad um, news. When he when he throws up, can I roll to keep it together? Yeah, I think somebody I should. Vomit that's makes pretty vomit. gross. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. And it's like, yeah, a lot of vomit. Nine, 17. So I guess I hold it. Yeah, Ralph, you, you do just... not live up to my name. <laughs> you kind um, of are still sorry. processing stuff. You don't understand what's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I got a, a, a nine. I'm sorry. I'm not, not a nine. I'm looking at the dice. I got a 12. Uh, so it's just regular. Okay, cool. Um, it says I get a minus one in situations where the condition would be a hindrance. So if I see somebody else throwing a can, or if I look up at the throw up, then I'm going to. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, how did uh, Michael and Ursula go? Oh, well, my dad pukes all the time when he drinks too much. So I'm used to it. I got a 15. Yeah. I got a 14. Yeah. Um, cool. So. Yeah, you have the same, pretty much the same effect as Gabrielle. You, you probably handle it a bit better than her, but it does make you sort of feel a little bit queasy in the stomach. And both, I'd say, Gabrielle and and Ursula, you guys are. It's less about the concern of this guy's throwing up. It's more the concern of why is this guy throwing up? Like, what has made him after entering? Tommy's house, what has made him projectile vomit? Have either of the two cops seem to have noticed us coming up towards the house? No, no, they haven't. They seem to be quite preoccupied at this point. Um, so kids. they haven't seen you guys sort of pull off to the, because I think Michael said you guys quickly had to kind of keep an eye out. Um, so you do, um, yeah, the, the two of them kind of go there the one who was on the radio. Uh, does it, does anyone want to do anything at this point? Yeah, I want to just sneak on over and maybe look through a window to see what's going on. Okay. Um, give me... Is anyone else going to go with Michael? Uh-uh. No. I'm going to say hidden. I want to try and eavesdrop on the cop that's on his radio. Okay, cool. So you're going to go over to that side, and then, Michael, you're going to go close to the house probably kind yep. of around the opposite side. All right. So can I get both of you guys um, to give me an act under pressure roll? Ooh, no. Seven. Okay. How did Ursula do? 13. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, this is perfect. So Ursula, you kind of, uh, you you kind of edge over and you can get, you kind of hit the guy and he's just like, oh man, uh, yeah, we we need we need a team out here. Um, oh, I've, we're we're gonna need some body bags and we're gonna need cleanup crew. Uh, God, chief, I've I've never I've never seen anything like. Oh God, I, look, you're not gonna believe what they. Hey, you kid! And he um at this point he sees Michael sort of um, tallest in the group, pretty heavy-footed, trying to get around, and, and, and the guy sort of stops and puts his right hand and runs over and he's like, kid, what the hell are you doing? Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm seeing my friend, mister. Look, you can't, you can't be here right now. Like, this, is a, this is a crime scene. You need a... You why need why a not? What happened? What happened to my friend, mister? 
you, you can't you can't be here, kid. Right? Just just go home. Go. You, it's not a safe place to be here right now. Okay. Friends don't leave friends behind. Okay. Yeah, that's really uh, Hallmark Channel. Fantastic. Um, uh, come on. And then he's just he literally just kind of grabs you by the arm, right. Michael, and yep. starts to kind of pull you uh, off main back to the main uh, the the back right. to the main kind of walkway. Uh, what are the rest of you guys want to do at this point? You guys are still hidden. I think when he gets grabbed, I'm I'm standing up and I'm going to be like, "What happened?" Like kids oh, do. God. Where the hell are you guys? Come over here, kid. Come, come on. You, we you got you. The two of you can't be here, right? You need a. Okay, Mister. We'll we'll go. Okay. All right. Just. All right, and he kind of leans back to the other cop who's finished throwing up now, and he goes, "Ah, oh, God damn it, Peters." Come on, we, we got to do a perimeter check. All right, if you kids, leave now. And he, he walks off to the other cop and kind of pats him on the back and then they start to make their way off kind of around around the side of the house. All right, we'll just stand near our bikes then, just watching. I'm, I'm um, going to run home and tell mom. Okay, so you, you leave, no worries. At that house. Uh, Michael, you're just going to, you're going to uh, stand Yeah, I'm watching, and, yeah. Uh, Ralph and Ursula, what do you want to do? You guys are still hidden. I'm yeah. I'm just gonna stay put. I want to see what's going on and see if I can. I'm gonna follow Gabby, and I'm and I'm telling her. They, he said body bags. I I'm gonna tell my mom. Cool. That something happened. Because we're all kind of neighbors, uh, aren't we? Oh no! Like it, there's big chunks of like it's gonna take you maybe. It'll probably take you about 15 minutes to get back into the main center of town and then to get to your house. So on, probably the whole process will take you about half an hour. Am I on a bike? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got to go home and tell. Yeah, sure. Something happened. Pretty much. Tell, on, tell me what uh, happens. Call me. Call as, me and tell me what happens. Did Ursula, you leave with Gabby as well? I'm, I'm going with Gabby, yes. Okay, so friend. as you guys go... Um, as you guys go, pretty much as you get into center of town, you can see multiple cop cars pulling out of the police station and heading off the way you guys have just come from. Um, Michael and Ralph, you guys sort of st stay there. Um, it, it, it seems uh, you guys, you don't want to do anything in the, in the meantime. You just want to, Michael, you're just going to stand in the driveway next to your bike and Ralph, you're staying hidden? Yeah, yeah I'm kind of in awe. I just want to see how many bodies they carry out at this point i'm kind of afraid to move out because i might be seen by the cops and chased off i'm better off staying okay you guys realize that the 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 both of you guys realize that the cops the the two cops have gone around the side of the house oh okay oh then i'm gonna take a look yeah me too i'm gonna try to go up and peek real quick is I gotta okay. find out what's happening, Tommy? This so the, the front the front door is wide open. Um, there's obviously windows around the um, around the house as well. So which way, like, you want to just poke your head in a window, or you want to go in the front door? I'm just gonna go in the front door, take a quick peek. Yeah. Okay. So you and Ralph, you guys both walk up to. Um, so you guys kind of slowly make your way up to the uh, the, the terrace, and you get up into the 
the front door and it's, it's slightly ajar. So you kind of push it open as quietly as you can. And, and um, at first, everything seems really normal. It just looks like a, you've never been here before, but it looks like a normal kind of, uh, you know, corridor, everything, nice red carpet and a bit of the, and then realize that it's a hard wooden floor. And the entire hallway is just blood. And you can see the footsteps of where the police oh. have have accidentally stepped through the blood. Yeah, I'm getting arrows. What happened? No, no, this is blood. This is blood. Is it on my shoes? Oh, God damn. It's backing out. As soon as I see that, I'm going to just like back out and get on my bike and go. Yeah, I'm out of oh. here. Awesome. So both of you are going to give me keep it together rolls just from obviously seeing a hallway full of blood. Yeah. Uh, that's a nine and a seven. Fourteen. Fourteen, yeah, okay. Okay. Fourteen. Um, so, yeah, you that the, the, this time it sort of seems to hit through a little bit more. Oh, um, no, no, and sixteen. Obviously, kind of, it's instead of just seeing someone throw up, actually seeing that amount of blood, uh, that's definitely more blood than coming from one person. Um, you don't know what's happened. You're worried about your friend. It's this is, is, is a bad, bad, bad situation. Um, as you guys are leaving, you do see that the cop cars kind of go past, and, and probably as um, Michael Ralph, as you guys are getting into the center of town. You see kind of news vans um, and things also heading in that direction. Um, there, there seems to be a few people heading towards that way that you've come from. Um, you, um, so uh, you guys all get back, you tell your parents and you kind of chill out a little bit more and say, oh, something happened to my friend Tommy. Um, that night on the news, um, you guys find out that Thomas's family, his foster parents and his foster siblings uh, were all murdered. Um, they were, someone came into the house and brutally killed um, Tom's parents and um, killed them in the, in the living room. And that uh, his two siblings, uh, Jesse and Brenda were both murdered in their beds um, and there were signs of a struggle in Thomas's bedroom, uh, but there's no sign of him. For months, there was a a search. Um, people, you know, his photo was up around town for months, and people were looking for him. But eventually, after six months, people just assumed he was dead, um, and that that he was never going to be seen again. You guys are back in 2019 as you sit in the underground cafe. You guys have all just had this remembrance of what happened to your friend Thomas back when you were 12. Thomas died. It can't be Thomas. Who? How did we forget that? How did I forget that? That's. I don't know. It was a lot of trauma for kids. Yeah, that, is, that was awfully traumatic. That much goddamn blood. I. God, I'm still fucking seeing it now. I, I didn't see it. And as I recall, Ursula tortured me all the way home talking about body bags and 
It's like they painted the hallway with it. It's fucking horrible. It was it was so bad. I'm glad I don't I remember didn't. if they ever caught the murderers. I don't remember either. They never was... actually found Thomas's body. I so know, you're telling but... me Tommy's out there? No. And he sent these photographs and he sent this letter and he's putting us all on this this quest. Hiding there for 10 years somewhere out in the woods. Maybe he ran away. Uh, yeah, but he would have told somebody eventually. I mean, why and, now all of a sudden? We need to go to the crow's nest. Yeah. What time is it? Me too. It's probably kind of getting closer to... Eight, by the time you guys all arrived, it was getting close to eight o'clock. So it's it's definitely dark outside. Oh, it's night. Okay. The the crow's nest is um it's about a forty five minute drive out of out of the center of town. Did it's an old cars? Yeah, I drove my uh, my Dodge here. I just got to clean out some of the cans. But uh, I hitchhiked, so I don't. Uh... You hitchhiked, Ursula. Yeah. Damn. Where from? Portland. Damn. Yeah, well, I can uh I can give you all a ride. Shotgun. All right. All right. Okay, so you guys are gonna get up and and leave? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez, you guys, you have a lot of trash in your car. Oh, damn. Yeah, no Michael beer cans. So yeah, Michael's um parked. He's got a a, a Dodge, um, uh, and just enough room for for all of you guys to fit in, uh, amongst all the other sort of gym equipment and and um, the whatnot that he's got back there. A couple of those protein shaker things. Um, his his the back seat does smell like a. Uh, a, a a dirty gym locker, but you know it's his car. So, um, dude, the rain is falling. We we don't care if you're gay. Not fucking gay, Gabby. <laughs> okay. Um, Can't the rain is, is, like is though. Um, the rain is hitting really hard now. It's definitely picked up, and the wind is cutting through you guys as you as you get into the car. Um. And so I'm assuming you're you're driving, Michael, since it's your vehicle, yeah. um, and you guys start to to, to drive, um, drive off. Um, after probably about fifteen or so minutes, you definitely hit into the more wooded, uh, forested part of of Silent Falls. Um, so pretty much all you can see around you is is the woods and the rain splattering against, and uh, there's less. Uh, well, there's no traffic lights out this way, so you've got your full high beams going, and the, the windscreen wipers are, uh, uh, you know, going around. It's going to be a pretty decently long drive because um, it's, you know, not it's it's this is a dirt road, so it's you, not like you can go foot down uh, pedal, especially in this side of weather. So, yeah, what do you guys want to do? <laughs> If it is Tommy, we got to tell him we thought he was dead. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that thing about us turning our backs on him, what are we, we going to do? We don't even know 
was like you said, he was wrong. We, we were there. Dead. The police, the police wouldn't let us do. I mean, what were we supposed to do? We were just kids. Yeah, we couldn't do anything. Yeah, so you guys. Uh, do you think a, Tommy? You know, do you think Tommy knew the people that killed him? You think Tommy killed his family? No, I'm thinking no. that that maybe they knew the people. I mean, it's oh, it's what, weird. They were his foster parents. What about his biological parents? I mean, do you think they could have? I don't know anything about them. Either they, he might not even know. Who knows? I mean, they could have tracked him down and killed the parents and take. Why would they do that? They would just. I don't know. There's a lot of sick people out there. Just fucking psychopaths. No, Ralph's right. I hate to admit it. There are a lot of fucked people in the world. I mean, look at the kids we went to school with, always shoving us around and shit. I mean, look what they did to you. when you first had your period with the tampons all over your locker and shit every day, like for, for fucking week. I mean, they were, they were brittle to us. I mean, they don't change when they grow up. Everyone changes a little bit, but I don't know. I'm not sure that it's a mystery we can bother to ever solve it. Jesus, it yeah. happened so many years ago. After about 15 minutes of driving, Michael, the um, you, you find yourself having to slow down even more because there's a fog that starts to kind of come in. And it's, it's very, it's not heavy at first, but it just slowly starts to build where you really have to kind of slow down the speed that you're, you're wanting to go. You're still going at a decent way, but with the rain and everything around you, you're forced to slow yourself down. Even I'm, uh, I'm assuming the uh, road's empty, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Right. Turn on the high beams. Just not that it helps, but yeah, it helps a little bit. You you can kind of it cuts through it a bit more, and, and with everything going on, it. But it's just it's becoming even even harder to to to, to drive, and you're really having to kind of focus on the road as much as you can. Yeah, I'm clenching the steering wheel. Yeah. Michael, do you live in your car? No, no. I drove all the way here from uh, Springfield, Springfield, Massachusetts. There's a Holy lot of shit. stuff in your back seat. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, there is. How else do you think I got this tone? <laughs> I'm going to just stop commenting on your uh, hobbies. <laughs> well, you better, Gabby. So at that point, you hear a piercing sound. Um, You hear a piercing sound and a desperate anguish cry. Um, Something out of the fog slams to the hood of your car and presses up against the windscreen. And you guys all get a glimpse of a face pressed up against the glass uh, with open gashes uh, on its face and blood and pus just pouring out and smearing all over the windscreen as the wipers go past. Um, The white face, its eyes wide open, uh, crisscrossed with these wounds. Um, As uh, Michael, what do you do? What the fuck? I'm slamming on the brakes. As you slam on the brakes, the 
as you slam on the brakes, everyone, yeah, kind of jolts forward a bit. Um, and the the thing that's on the was on the the windshield kind of seems to roll over the top of the car um, and and hit the ground. And um, and and uh, you guys hear from behind the car uh, movement and um, off to the left side of the car. Um, the, who, who would be on the left side of the car? That would be um, Michael, the driver, Michael. and who's on that left side in the back? I'm, I'm shotgun, so I'm up in the front on the right. And I'm, I'm sitting behind, behind Gabrielle. Yeah, oh, Ralph. Ralph. so I'm, I'm yeah. yeah. So Michael and Ralph, if you guys turn and look uh, off to the left out that window, you see a dark shape that seems to like, it, it's it's a, about a human build, but it seems to be moving on all fours a bit like a spider. And it just sort oh. of scampers up past the car and then off into the into the fog, into the shadows. Dude, you hit a guy. The fuck was that? You all saw that, right? Yeah, what the fuck gotta, was that? Get out of here. Stop Let's the, get out of here. You see it, no. you see it like scamper off? Yeah. On all fours. Yeah. Fuck. It, nothing it comes move like a person. Yeah, nothing moves after you hit it with a car yeah, well, at no. that speed. Well, maybe you didn't. Can I get it? Um I, I keep it together, Rolf, from, from all of you. Oh, 13. I also got a 13. I got a 10. Um, are we, no. are the zeros tens or zeros? Tens. Tens. Uh, I rolled a 19. Okay. Okay. Um, Dude, no, no. We got to stop. We got to stop and, and see if you hurt the guy. We got to take him to the hospital if, if you, you can't hit him and run. That's against the law. All right, we'll we'll check for him, but I think he he scurried off. I, I don't like how got that, him. that guy looked. It looked like something already got him. What if what we saw out there was a thing that got him? We'll check the damage to my car, and if there's any like blood on it. So it's I'm going to get out of the car. Oh yeah, the the, the windshield is completely oh, shattered. Pus was smeared over your entire windshield. Okay. Um, it's, you you cannot see through your windshield. I'm point. getting out too to check and see uh, if there's a body. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and clear off my windshield. I'm gonna pop the trunk, grab a couple rags, and I'm also gonna grab like you know a tire iron because like yeah, I don't like how that guy looked. Michael, do you got yeah. a flashlight in there? Yeah, I've got one. I toss it to you, Ursula. I got one of Michael's barbells as a weapon. If I see anything coming <laughs> you close, can barely, you, can, you can barely lift this 5 kg uh, dumbbell and you're, you're like wielding it with two hands. Um, yeah. Ursula, um, uh, so you've, you've got the flashlight. Uh, Michael, you've grabbed your rags and you, you kind of get up. The rain is helping you, obviously being able to kind of scrub this uh, the, the blood and stuff off mm-hmm. and but I don't see anyone before I, I start scrubbing. Right? Now you, it's the, the fog is out and just everything. It's, it's, you, you can't see sort of anyone around. So you start scrubbing that off. And um, Ursula, uh, you, you've got the flashlight. And Gabrielle, you said you wanted to kind of go. How far do you guys go from the car? Not far, just around the car. Okay, it's it's raining and it's muddy and it's dirty. And But if I see okay. a body anywhere. 
I'll yeah. go over to it. Piece of shit had to ruin my baby. Okay. Um, Gabrielle, as you kind of step in, you're kind of looking out there and Ursula sort of comes up next to you and you're flashing the light round. You guys, over the rain, do hear what sounds like a, like a whimpering wounded animal. I think he's over here somewhere. I hear him. Okay, let's go. Let's go check it out. All right. I'll flash go with you. the flashlight in that direction. As you flash your your flashlight yeah. over that way, Gershaw, kind of searching through. It's like a part of the pog kind of parts away. And you see kind of in a tree. Um kind of pound like on its all fours you can see the face um with the, all the gashes and everything and as you kind of let across it um it sort of flits away and jumps back down and scampers off and you can hear like a the the whimpering stops and you can hear like a <laughs> oh um, fuck i'm getting back in the you arms. recognize that face it's tommy those of you looking recognize that face or is that that dude that walked into a diner no, it's Tommy. Okay, it's Tommy. No, that was Thomas's foster father. Thomas's foster father. Well, we've never met them. No, you you saw, you you've seen them around town, like oh. you knew who they were. You knew what they looked oh, like. Okay, okay. What the fuck? What the the hell? I'm gonna try to keep it together again. No yep. oh, shit. Yeah, Me too. yeah, we'll do that. Eleven. <laughs> I got three. Six. Oh, now five. Okay, so uh, who got the eleven? That was Gabrielle. No, oh, no, that's a I, yes. That, that's zero. That's actually a thirteen. I okay. saw zero and like three. No, okay. Um, so yeah, you, uh, Gabrielle, and and Ralph, you guys just uh, have to take the one minus condition. So probably scared. Right. Another yeah, scared. To your stability. I'm scared. Um, oh yeah. I so Michael and Ursula, though, that's he's dead. Like you guys know he's dead. Um, Ursula, you start thinking you're having um, you're seeing things again. Um, yeah, you think that's it's uh, something bad's going on there, Michael. Yeah, you you are. So that's going to be. Um, so you're going to uh, Ursula. You're going to. What did you get? You you rolled a six, right? I, I rolled a five. I rolled a six. Okay, cool. So you guys are both going to lose two stability. Um, you guys are really starting to kind of panic and as said you guys know this guy's dead he shouldn't be there just the way he was moving was unnatural the way he hit the car like everything about everything that's going on with this every something's not right with this whole situation yeah i'm in fight or flight i'm gripping onto that tire iron that you know my my fists are white yeah all you guys are soaked through now as well from the rain mm-hmm Let's, let's just get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, is it I'm, real? I'm getting the real? Sucks. Come on, Gabby, let's go. Something, something's starting to make sense, though. What if, 
he said he talked about monsters or dragons or at least that was in the notes. Yeah. Something weird's going on. We gotta get to the, yes, the crow's nest. Hey, if Tommy's alive, I'd be happy to help him, but yeah, we'll see. Because that thing I think is dead. Yeah. Ten years dead. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna start the car back up. I'm really scared, so Mm -hmm. that game is. Uh so you've cleaned the windshield and everything. Yep. Um so which yeah, are you heading to the crow's nest or are you heading back to town? Uh we're heading to the crow's nest. Okay. Yeah, so you guys keep driving. You're you're probably driving a bit more tentatively now, um, just with the, everything going on. Um, it's pretty quiet out there, other than the rain. Now, there doesn't seem to be anything else that that happens. Eventually, uh, you guys do arrive um, outside the crow's nest or the building you guys called the crow's nest. It's an old, um, an old kind of manor house out in the woods. You guys never knew if it was abandoned or if there were squatters living there or you guys have got all different rumors about, you know, um, people say that um, the owner travels overseas a lot, so he's just never home. Some of the older kids used to tell you it was haunted. Uh, apparently there's rooms, there's like dungeons in there and, uh, and all sort of stuff. And, and you do remember going there as kids to investigate it and stuff like that. As you pull up, the rain sort of starts to ease off a little bit and the fog clears. So you see the big two-story building, the terrace and, and things like that. It's pitch black out here, except parked up next to the, the house is an old car, an old Dodge Charger. The boot is popped open. The door's open. You can see the um, the light from the door being open is, is lit. Um, it's parked between the house and the small kind of shed that looks like it could be used as a garage or something like that. Um, and the house is pitch black dark, except you can see a faint light in the, in the, in the glass through the, through the main front door. You can see a single light that seems to be, seems to be flickering. I'm going to pull up right next to the, uh, the old car close mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then uh you know i'm gonna peek into it just to observe mm-hmm. cool um so are you looking in the the like the the drivers or passenger side are you looking in the boot where are you looking specifically? i'm gonna pull up on the right side of the car so i can take a yep. look into the passenger seat of the car without getting out of your car yeah. yes okay yeah, as you sort of look into the um, it, it, through the thing, um, you can see like rim, a bit similar to your car, remnants of of kind of takeaway cups and and packages. Um, uh, looks like a pack of cigarettes is in there. Um, yeah, a couple of clothes strewn around and things like that. Nothing seems too crazy or out of the ordinary. But it's not abandoned. It hasn't been there for like years. Looks like it oh, was no, driven no, no. in today. No, the key, the keys are in the ignition. Okay, and there's that faint kind of, uh, kind of uh, like 
beeping noise of you know when like your keys in the ignition you open your door yeah yeah that that's going off so that must be tommy tommy's dead could be anybody in the world only one way to find out the lights on inside i get out and glance in the trunk before heading for the house i want to see what's in the trunk why it's open well take the keys out it's gonna run down the battery So you guys get out of the car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the last person getting out of Michael's car. Anything in the trunk? Watch out for Spider-Man. So you guys, you guys get out of the car um, and just as you look up at the up at the house and um, and everything, and Ursula, you go around to the back of the back of the car. It's pretty dark out here, so you can't really see too much. It, it looks. I still have the flashlight. I'm holding on to it with both hands. Okay, so you're going to use the flashlight? Yes. Cool, yeah. The the flashlight, um, you, you flick on the flashlight, and in the back of the thing, there looks like um, there's, some, there's some rope um, and, and some zip ties. Uh, there's a lot of blood in the boot. A lot of blood is here. Uh, you're not sure whether it's human or animal. Um, but something's been bleeding back here. The fuck is this? Ralph, is that blood? That looks like blood. It looks like kidnapping kit. What the hell is going on here? What the fuck did we get into? I don't feel good about this. Me neither. It's fucked up. I'm going to mentally step back for a moment and try to um, assess the situation. Where is it? It's not what it is. Observe the situation. Observe the yeah. Yeah, cool. So give me, give me an observe. Twelve. I got a twelve. Okay, so you get to ask me one question. Hmm. What is being hidden from me? <coughs> so I'm looking around. Yeah, you're looking around. Uh, the other the rest of you guys are looking at the, the trunk and, and stuff, trying to work that out. And Michael, what were you doing? Uh, I wanted to uh, use the investigate move. Okay. I'll, just to I'll, check out I'll come to you. Miss- okay. Yeah. I, I, what I'll do is I'll come to you in a second, Gabrielle. We'll mm-hmm. do that observe thing. Uh, do me your investigate for me, Michael, and we'll go from there. What were you investigating specifically? Uh, the inside of the car okay. itself. And I did get a uh, 14. Okay. Uh, yep. So you kind of, you're searching through the car. What what is the question? Uh, yeah. So what's the what's the question you're wanting to ask? My question is: besides the 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 blood and the hair, is there anything weird about what I'm investigating? 
you're kind of, uh, as I said, looking around the car, there's the blood and everything like that. It looks, as I said, very similar akin to your your car um, as far as just, just like dumped stuff in the back of things. It's, it's a boy's car. There's no indication necessarily that it is Tommy's or that it's, um, or, or any identification of who it is that it belongs to. Um, though you notice, you then notice something dangling from the the mirror at the front of the car, and you realize that it's it's a bracelet, and you can't put your finger on it, but you, you feel like you've seen that bracelet before. Is it my bracelet? No. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to pocket it. Cool. Um, so, yeah, you uh, as, as um, you kind of come out of the car and, and Ursula and Ralph, you guys uh, kind of step back from the car a little bit, shaken up from what you guys have seen in the back seat. You see Gabriella has kind of stepped back and in the rain and everything and the moon kind of comes out from the clouds and she's illuminated a little bit. And she seems to be kind of looking up at the house and you guys kind of step back and do the same. And in that moment, you're back in 1999, 12 years old. And you've just pulled up to the same spot. You're wearing, you're, you've, you've got your bikes. And there's the crow's nest. There's the old house that, that all the kids back in town talk about. It's taken you guys ages to ride here, but you guys are excited like your own little Scooby gang. You heard that there's a rumor that inside the house somewhere, there's a room that has shrunken human heads. Like from the, like from the deepest, darkest Africa, the Congo. Yeah. And you're all there. And Thomas is there. And it's like, hey, guys, what are we, we, we going to do? We're going to break in? Well, I don't know. Hell yeah, we we're going to break in. Does anybody live here? It's completely I don't know. abandoned. Some of the older kids said uh, said it's haunted. Uh, I'm going to go up and, and look in the window and see if it looks like there's people here or if there's cobwebs on everything. Sure. Well, um, there's nothing we can't handle. As you go up to the uh, to the window, it's, it's pretty dirty and, and grimy. Um, like, has it been washed and uh, you know, polished or anything? As you look in, it looks a little bit dusty and there's sheets over some of the, the furniture and, and, and stuff like that. You can't see too much. I don't um, think anybody yeah. lives here. I'm going to try the door. The front door? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Tom, Tommy goes over with you, um, Ralph, at the front door, and uh, as you kind of rattle it, it's it's locked. It goes, you, you should not. Ralph, 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 you should, you should smash a window. You're small enough to get into one of the windows. Uh, I don't know about damaging anything, though. I'm going to throw a rock in the window. Dude, 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 stop. No, no. As they're complaining, I'm just going to throw a rock. Michael, you idiot. What if somebody lives here? I just wanted to smash (laughs) something. Oh, now you did. Damn. At least I have one. The other person who's going to fit through that window is is Ralphie, though. All right, all right. Wait and see if somebody comes. Yeah, that's probably a good idea, Gabriel. Yeah. Listen. So you guys wait for a few moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Nothing. Nothing. All right. Well, All right. Ralphie, go inside. And lose me up. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Um, and um, uh, Tommy's wearing kind of like a like a red flannel uh, shirt, and he, he takes it off, wraps it around his, his, his fist, and just starts knocking out all the excess glass from around the window. Yeah. Don't, I don't want you getting cut up, Ralphie. Well, thank you. Good thinking, Tommy. And he kind of helps uh, Ralph. You you kind of get to your feet and um, and uh, and get through the window. Um, you step down um, into um, a, a a smallish room um, that, as I said, has has sheets all over the thing. It looks like a an old fashioned kind of sitting room where mm-hmm. people, if they had visitors to the manor, this is where they would kind of be put to kind of wait for the 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 um the the, the man of the house or the the owner to kind of come speak with um even as you kind of go in the crunch of the glass on your feet it's pretty smells pretty musty and, and stuff in here um and and there's cobwebs and dust even from you stepping on the on the on the floor um on the kind of the rugged part of the floor kind of dust kind of puffs up Ralphie, to come to the front door. All right. I go up, <laughs> unlock the door for him, light him in. Cool. Good look at this yeah, place. So you- I don't think anybody's been here. It's all old and musty. Well, musty. Nice job opening the door for us. Oh, thanks, uh, meathead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to get more head than you'll ever get. I was saying from who? <laughs> Boys. I don't know what they're talking you about. You too, man. Why don't you just kiss each other already? Seriously, just like cut the middleman and just make out. What's What's it look like inside? Yeah, so uh, the the kind of front step was on a verette. Like you went up some stairs and there's like a uh, front porch. Then there's a front door. Um, and then it opens up and there's a, a main hall and staircases that sort of go up and around and meet. At the, so there's two on either side. It's quite a big room in here. There's a door off to your uh, off to your left, and then a door off to your right, which leads to the room where Ralph came out of. And then there's a door directly in front of you guys under the staircase as well. Is there furniture? There's like uh, like side tables and stuff like that, and I'm kind the of- room that Ralphie's come from. There's definitely furniture i'm kind of envisioning it as something maybe from the early 1900s and lots of clunky old stuff and Mm -hmm. but it's all it's been abandoned for a long time kind of something grandma would live in yeah or grandpa but it's very like it it would have been it's very expensive stuff like if in its time it would have been a very nice place for sure yeah and we're uh, we're walking around in it, like in the living room. Or uh, yeah, right now you're just in that kind of main room, oh, okay. and the little um, Ralph's just come out of that sitting room. Yeah, well, let's uh, explore. Where would you guys like to go? Yeah. Let's look for some uh, shrunken heads. Yeah, this place is supposed to have a dungeon in it. Probably just a basement, but let's look around. Um, GM. 
if I see any interesting little knickknack or goo I'll probably, if it's small enough, I'll, I'll pocket it. Okay. You know, like a little figurine or a little some something that's been left behind. Sure. Um, you guys, uh, so you guys kind of take a few minutes and you're kind of um, checking around the house and all those sorts of things. Um, the room, you, you enter a room that um, has a bunch of, it's got bookcase everywhere. Um, you find, It's the library. Um, and there's like, you go up, and there's a bunch of like, a lot of really great stories and books that you guys um, like know and love. Like there's The Catch from the Rye. Uh, yeah, great we don't Gatsby, love that Moby's, book. Moby Dick, <laughs> um, Lord of the Rings. Like some really, 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 really great ones. Um, okay. Dracula. Cool. You know, there's a good, good horror section. Um, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm eating all that up. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, find up a fireplace poker and swing it around like a sword. Oh, my God. Um, you see Tommy go over to a um, to a book on the shelf. And he pulls it out. And um, you see him start ripping pages out of the book and throwing it into the fireplace that Michael's grabbed the poker out of. Um, then he pulls out his little kind of zip zip lighter and starts lighting the pages on fire in, in the fireplace. Oh, dude, why are you running a book like that? I mean, what's going on? Destroy a book. Dude, somebody he might looks, see he the looks up at too. you. He looks up at you, Ralphie. And he's kind of got a... Um, give me a reader person role, Ralph. And that is an 11. Cool. Are there um, little modifiers on there, though? Yeah, yeah. Uh, intuition. Yeah. Intuition is a negative two, so actually that would be nine. Awesome. Um, awesome, 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 awesome. Cool. So you... you sort of look um, as you say that, like, why are you destroying that book? Like, why are you doing that? And uh, Tommy sort of looks up at you um, and there's a glimpse, you get a glimpse of pure hatred in his face. It's only a, a slight glimpse and it, it's enough to kind of make you kind of take a bit of a step back. I directed um, at and, me. And the shock of it. And then he sort of smiles and goes, and then he throws the book up to you that he's ripping pages out of. Um, and he just says to you, it's filled with lies. And oh. you it in your hand is the Holy Bible. Oh, well, just throw it back. Have at it then. And he kind of smirks at that. Um, and then, yeah, starts ripping more pages out of the Holy Bible and throwing it in the fireplace and lighting them. I'm going to start exploring. Yeah, man, I thought you were actually destroying literature. That I don't mind. I'm going to uh, look around, too. I would like to try the set of doors that's right under the stairs. That Yeah. The one that you... Yeah, cool. I guess um, it's the big so set guys, of doors. 
it sounds like people are kind of splitting up and doing their own thing a little bit, which is cool. Um, so, actually, you go in and that seems to be like a big, uh, almost like a ballroom um, type space. There, um, there, there's things pushed up. You can see where there's like a, the band would have gone and, 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 and a kind of a big entertaining space. Good place for like weddings and that kind of thing. Um, and you probably kind of spin around a few times pretending you're in kind of like one of those kind of Disney movies um, kind of thing. Um, Ralph, you probably sit down and, and start kind of looking at some of the books and things and seeing if there's anything oh, yeah. missing from your collection that you, you know, uh, not that you would ever steal anything, but, you know. Yeah, um, just out of curiosity. I'd see what yeah. books I might want to look up later. Um, Gabrielle, wh- wh- uh, whereabouts do you go in the house, do you reckon? Well, I sort of walk out with Ursula, and if she's heading towards the doors under the stairs, I'm going to go up the spiral staircase to the upstairs, Yeah, and I'm just going to look. See what's, I don't think there's anybody here at all, So, but maybe they left some cool stuff. Cool. You know. um, Michael, you're kind of just probably walking around some of the rooms, sticking your head I actually, um, I wanted to follow uh, Gabrielle. Uh, okay. Just to protect her if anything happens. All right. So you, you follow off after after Ursula and, and Gabrielle. Um, give me a... Um, Spot hidden. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm sort of, yeah. <laughs> You know what? Give me, give me an observe the situation. Sure. Oh my God, that is a twenty-one. Mm. Oh. I'm close. What is my perception? I got a twenty. Oh, you you rolled a twenty. Yeah, I got eight. Are, are you guys in? Are you guys including two. your? Uh, yeah, eighteen plus. Okay, so twenty twenty-one. Actually, it's uh, it's right. nineteen. Sorry. Holy shit! So hang on. Let's let's uh. Gabby, do you want to be followed upstairs? Oh, I don't care. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, I don't Sweet. want so him Michael, to bother me yeah. because he irritates you, the fuck um, out of me. <laughs> you do see, um, uh, you do see that uh, Gabby tries to sort of slip away while you and Ursula are in the are in the ballroom area. Um, and she, as you kind of stick your head out, you see that she makes her way up the stairs. Uh, do you want to follow her? Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, so do I right. get a couple of questions? Yes. Yeah, you both you both will because you both passed. Um, so, Gab, uh, what, did, what, what questions would you like to ask? My questions are going to be, what's the best way through this, i.e., what looks the most promising to find some something, and um, and then it'll be what's being hidden from me. Like if I walk into a bedroom, where's the secret stash of jewelry that somebody has left behind? Ah, uh, okay, cool. Uh, and Michael, what are the two questions you have? Yeah, uh, mine is uh, what can I use to my advantage um, to make Gabby not so mean to me anymore? And another one is, what should I be on the lookout for? 
fist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So let's let's start with this. Let's go. All right. So, um, Gabby, you kind of uh, realize the best way to kind of do this is as as what you're doing. You're just going to go. You're going to start at the top okay. and search. Stick your head in all the rooms and and have a look and see what's kind of there. Okay. Um, you do get to when you get to the top level, you find some of the the bigger bedrooms and they've got those like vanities, right? Um, and you think, oh, that's possibly a good spot for. Um, right, like where people would keep jewelry, jewelry and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, so you open one of the drawers, and sure enough, yeah, there's there's um, uh, there's a, a jewelry box there that's got some like some old like some pearls and all that sort of stuff in there. Definitely some expensive items, and the, the wardrobes are all still got clothes and stuff in them as well. And um, is is Michael behind me at this point? Uh, he's going to be in a bit. So, well, Michael, do you kind of Sorry, Gabby. Yeah, I'm just going to say it, it'll be. Uh, I'll do something different if I can stuff the stuff in my pockets before he gets in, or if he after he gets in. I'll. Either way, I have something. There. Sure. <laughs> okay, Michael. So in the time that it takes you to kind of uh, slip out of the uh, out of the ballroom um, and and head upstairs, uh, Gabby's gone out of sight. So you're not sure where which, which way she went. So you're kind of wandering around um, upstairs, kind of sticking your head in, into mm-hmm. into rooms, um, and then you hear, yeah, you hear something a, a noise down the hall, uh, and you make your way down, and, and you open the door, and you see, um, uh, Gabby, you probably heard him coming. So yeah, you would have had time to kind of slip slip some stuff into your pocket. Um, you, you hear Michael coming. Mike, you open the door and you go and you can see Gabby sort of sitting on a stool um, at, at a vanity. And there's like a grimy mirror. So you can see you and the reflection as you go in and you can see some of the drawers are open. You know, it's not stealing if, uh, if I don't think it belongs to anybody anymore. Oh, I, I, I agree with that. Actually, there's um, there's there's actually um, some something I wanted to tell you, but what? Um, um, uh, never, never mind. Never mind. Don't do that. Don't come in and say you need to tell me something and then never mind. That's really a dick move. I'm gonna leave. God damn it! Wait, um, so, um, you leave. Uh, Ursula, what do you do after um, you spin around for a bit and then realize that the other two have left? Uh, what would you like to do? Um, well, when I'm done feeling like a princess spinning around, um, is there any way out of this room or just the door yep. then? Um, I'll just. Yeah, there's, there's a few other exits. I'll kind of go straight ahead if there's an exit sure. that's basically straight ahead. I'll go through uh, into yeah, the that, that goes into um that kind of goes into kind of um like the backyard. There's like the big doors open into the to the back of the back of the house, and then there's doors off to the sides. Oh, I'll go to the left. Okay. Um so you go off to the left, um, which is gonna be okay, cool. 
Um, yeah, these these rooms are. Um, it looks like on the left is uh, the equivalent of a man's smoking room, but for for a woman. So it's kind of like this the the the, the pottery and the, the tea set off to the side. Some nice comfortable chairs to kind of sit down and and um, for the ladies. There's a beautiful sun. Would be you can imagine it coming through. Um, if the windows weren't so grimy, it would be like a nice little sunroom for, for the ladies to sit and, and have tea and, and, and conversate. Um, uh, Ralph, still happy, chipping away at the books and sort of seeing what's there. Uh, getting a little bored, wondering where everybody else went. So I'm going to get up and cool. explore a bit, move downstairs, look around for people. Cool. So yeah, you 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 head downstairs and you wander in and find a massive kitchen. Like like you know, obviously these places had big big kitchens to feed the families and all sort of stuff like that. Um, big big oven, cooking space, um, one of those old fashioned kind of fridges and and things like that. Um, yeah, it, it's nice big, but it doesn't seem to be around. You you think you can hear someone. Um, in, in the like uh, a few rooms away from you, uh, yeah, but you're not sure who, who in the house it is. Um, Michael, you do you head back downstairs or whereabouts do you go? I'm gonna find a empty room, and I'm a bit okay. frustrated after that blunder. Couldn't really tell her how I feel emotionally, so I'm just gonna start smashing things with the poker. Okay, you guys. Um, Okay, we'll do this first. So, um, Gabby, uh, what what do you do when Michael leaves leaves the room? You're muted. Internally, I'm thinking my parents are going to want to know where I got this stuff from. So, when I get it home, I'm going to put it in a cigar box. I've got a bunch of them because my dad smokes. And I'm going to hide it somewhere. Uh, and it'll just be mine. And nobody else will know about it. Um, I don't really care if Michael knows. It's just... Uh, who cares? Nobody's ever going to miss this stuff. It's all dusty and dirty in here. So I'm just going to keep looking. Cool. Maybe there'll um, be something cool and old and... Yeah, so you, you you keep looking around the room and I'll look and at the clothes in the, the in the in the wardrobe too. There's some really nice dresses, definitely not your style, but they are it's not my size. Either, nice, but... yeah. Um, after a few moments, you do hear someone sort of at the door, and they kind of um, ah, oh, oh, sorry, Gabby, I, I didn't mean to. Tom. Yeah. There's some cool old stuff. These people must have left in the... I don't know why, because there's stuff here, but it's all dusty. Yeah. Uh, These people were rich. Maybe I should come live here, huh? Get out of my place. No. I know your foster parents can be kind of rough. Yeah. Hey, um, can I, can I talk to you for a sec? 
Sure. Um, and he closes closes the door behind him and kind of walks over and, and um, he sits on the, the stool that you were sitting on in front of the, the thing. You know, I never know who my friend is and, and, and who's not. Like, are, are you my friend? Like, are, are the others my friend? Just I think we're all the truth. We're all your friend. Friends. I I hate I hate living here. And I just I hate not being with my mom. Sometimes sometimes I hate you guys. And I, I know I know that's bad. I like God shit. You you guys are the only thing keeping me alive. Fuck this. I, I can't I can't take this shit anymore. What you guys the only thing that's keeping me from going insane sometimes, man. I can't why can't life just just be fucking normal, man? Why why are we we always getting picked on and and man, my foster parents are are they're evil. They're evil. You know what? There's nothing wrong with being different. And everybody gets picked on. We all get picked on. That's because there's people who are assholes in the world. This is but you know. Oh, fuck being the same as everyone else. Huh. You should want to be different. We all are different. We all want to be different. It's just, you know, tell the rest of the world, fuck off and do what we want to do. What makes you happy? I don't know how much longer I can, I can stay here, man. It's well, you know, and we're not supposed to like each other all the time. All the time. I mean, we all get on each other's nerves and we all are selfish and self centered. And I mean, we're kids, we're growing up. That's the way that it is. Can I? It, it's so funny. I sh- come in here and want to talk to me. Why? Why is that weird? <laughs> I mean, he wanted to tell me something, but then he freaked out and left. I think he might be gay. Well, I mean, that's okay. I, um, I've I don't never care. Known, I've never known someone. I thought maybe for a minute you were going to tell me you're gay. No, no. Uh, well, no, I don't I'm, care. I'm, def- I'm definitely not gay. I, I uh, well, I've, if you want the truth, Gabby, I I, I kind of like you. As as more than a friend, I mean. Oh. Um, I don't know what to say. Um, uh, maybe we should go find the others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of at that moment that you guys hear everyone in the house just hears like walls and just stuff getting smashed and destroyed and, and things like that. And, and oh, uh, fuck Michael, the hell is that? What do people want to do? Yeah. I'm we're gonna going to look and I'm going towards going on. 
going towards the smashing noise. Yeah. So you guys all uh, run up to the second level uh, and you enter um, what used to be uh, like a study type thing. Um, but yeah, the, the old furniture and the desk and the walls and everything, you know, everything like that. As you guys walk in, you just see Michael with a, like a bent um, fire poker in his hand and just like the desk, the table, everything is destroyed. Guys, I'm having so much fun. The fuck, dude? Dude. Hey, it's fine. Jesus it's fine. No Christ, one lives here. Michael. Everything's fine. We can we can really be ourselves out here. There's no one around. Yeah, but why do you want to smash things? Sometimes you just need to let it all out. Did one of us piss you off? Oh, no, no. It wasn't me, was it? Uh, you're fine, Ursula. He's just, he's just having boy fun. Yeah, that's it. Hey, don't throw us in with him. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, this. Tommy, you love burning the Bible. It's fine. Yeah, but that's because that, I mean, I destroyed a book, not a room. Yeah. Yeah, well, no one you lives okay, here. You anyway. okay, Mikey? I, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm gonna look around this room and see if there's anything that looks interesting. Did we find any shrunken heads yet? No, you haven't. You haven't but you still this. It's not a big kitchen. Yeah. Uh, there was. Looks like there's probably some pretty expensive furniture and and whatnot in this room uh, that's now utterly destroyed. Um, there was a pretty expensive looking picture, like painting on the wall that's now got big gashes through it and stuff like that. That felt especially good. Who the hell is Picasso anyway? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, we all feel frustration at times. I guess we have to take it out on something and these people are long dead or gone or whatever. Yeah, and they've left all their stuff here. They expect don't take your aggression out of my head, okay? Nobody's gonna break in and do stuff. Don't worry, I don't hurt friends. Are we all friends okay. then? Oh yeah. I, I love all of you. You're great. Did you say you found a kitchen, Ralphie? Mm-hmm. It's downstairs. Is there Pretty big. I didn't Ew. look for food. I didn't think there would be anything in there. Forty years. Did anyone old. bring any food? No, but we can. I don't know how long we're going to stay because we got to ride all the way back. Yeah, that's a long yeah. ride. I'm going to go over and pick something up and throw it. Okay. Just to sort of, of show my solidarity with uh, Michael. Yeah. Something that will shatter when it hits the. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, you pick up like a, in the, there's like a vase in the hallway and you just like lob it over the, um, uh, over the banister and you guys just hear yeah. it shatter against the floor at the bottom. Yeah. It does feel good. Mm-hmm. Hey, we can agree on that. Don't throw any jewelry though. Show me the jewelry. Cause I might want the jewelry. Sure. 
Curlside jewelry. Ursula, there's some cool jewelry. Yes. There's some dresses too, but they're way too big. Maybe they got hats. I'll look for hats. I'm going to toss aside the bent poker. Um, so you guys go a... back to snooping around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did we find a basement? The dungeon. I'm, I'm trying to look for the dungeon. Um, Let's uh, go have some fun. We can play dungeon. Ralph, you saw a, a trap yeah. in the kitchen when you were in there. We could we could play like Dungeons and Dragons for real inside of a real dungeon. This is a perfect place for it, actually. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's do that. You know um, what? We could we could set this up so we tell our parents we're going to go camping. Oh, and we could come over here, maybe on Friday night. Yeah, and stay through the weekend and then go back hell yeah our parents won't care they'll be like yeah kids out of the house we're gonna make this place our hangout or something we could. keep away from the bullies and shit just don't smash it up anymore i'll bring right. stuff from, uh, to, from the we town to, to smash shit what if the toilet right, works my my dad's got a bunch of bro uh some some empty bottles i can bring them over and we can smash them i'm gonna go check on the toilet if the toilet works okay so it sounds like people are gonna kind of split up a little bit more again and yeah uh ralph you might show ursula where the the basement thing is and michael yeah. you're gonna um gabby you're gonna go off to the bathroom michael um you're gonna go off and look for small things to smash yeah um all right let's do this um All right, Michael, as you're looking through some of the old rooms, um, you find uh, in in an old shabby room, there's an old Adler typewriter. Hmm. Um, And it uh, it has, there's a crisp piece of paper like in the typewriter on the desk. Um, You go over and tap on it. Does it work? It's kind of. Yep, works perfectly right. fine. I, I'm gonna type. I really, 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 really love you, Gabby. And then I'm just gonna rip it up to a thousand pieces. Cool. No worries. Uh, yep. So you 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 do that, um, Gabby. As you're coming out of the bathroom, um, you kind of stick your head in one of the other rooms, um, and you can see Tommy and he's over uh, on the other side of the room, looking out, looking out one of the windows. I'm going to walk over to where he is. Cool. And um, uh, I'll go over to where he is and I will very, very, quietly whisper I like you too um, he turns around and you can see there's, there's tears in his eyes and he kind of wipes wipes them away 
Ah, sorry, sorry. Um, well, that's uh, that's the only thing of good I've got in my life. So thanks, Gavin. Um, I I found this for you, and he holds up a um, he holds up a like quite ornate ring that he's found in one of the drawers or something like that. And he goes, but um, how about a swap? Uh, do you want to swap? Yeah, I'll give you this, and, and you give me that uh, that spiked bracelet. Okay. Cute. And he swaps, gives gives you the ring, and takes That's the spiked bracelet. Really big. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. And then he um he sort of leans forward and uh, gives you gives you a kind of a a kiss on the cheek. And um, he said, come on. And um, you kind of look over to where you thought he was looking out the window and you realize that there's something on the windowsill. It's a Polaroid camera. Hmm. And it looks like it's recently been smashed. Is it the Polaroid that puts the picture out the bottom or yeah that kind of pull okay oh somebody wrecked that camera uh yeah probably michael Mm, probably i don't know michael's michael's got problems i don't know what his problems are i think we've all got problems we've all Um, got problems and so you guys kind of head out from where you were. Uh, Michael, in the same room that you were with the typewriter, um, you can see some of the uh, books on the shelf. And one of the books that kind of seems like all the others are, are flat up with the spine. This one seems to be kind of like down. And you can see something sort of sticking out the bottom of the pages. Mm-hmm. And you grab it and you pull it out. And you open it up. And the book has been carved out. And inside is a wad of cash. No, I'll take it. Cool. Um, do you want to count? You just take. You just take it. Yeah, I'll I'll count it up and uh, but finders keepers. Yeah. So yeah, and it is, is a a thousand dollars. Holy! All right. Just wrapped up in twenties. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. Um. Q. Um. Uh, Ralph and Ursula, you guys get down to the kitchen and um, Ralph, uh, obviously Ralph seems to always have like a block nose for some reason. He just, he's not very good when it comes to smells and things like that. So Ursula, the second you walk into the kitchen, you can smell that something is rotting in here. Like something has died in this kitchen. <laughs> it, it, it stinks. Ralph, do you smell that? I smell this dust. My nose is all clogged up. I'm sneezing. Why? Oh, what? What's going on? It smells like rotten something. Oh God! Never thought I'd be happy for a stuffy nose and damn. And this is in the kitchen, correct? Yeah. Yeah. No. If you. Uh, do you want to try and search for the source of the smell? Yeah. 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 
So oh, it doesn't I take you long. Um, it doesn't take you long, but you kind of go over and uh, under one of the cabinets, um, you can see uh, there is a dead rat. Um, and it's, it's like uh, it's stuck in a trap and there's just maggots crawling through the body of it and everything like that. It's definitely been there a while now. I'll gross out a little bit. Ugh. Oh, gross. There was maggots on it. Nice. Oh, um, while you're over in this corner, um, Ursula, you, you kind of, there's a door not far from you. Uh, and you look over and you can see through, it's partially open. You can see that there's like, it almost looks like a trophy room of, of like hunting trophies. Like you can see like the, the things on like the, the animals and the deer heads and stuff on the wall and the taxidermy and all that sort of stuff. I'll walk over there and open the door all the way up and look in there. Yeah. Yeah. So you open it up and there's, uh, there's cabinets on the, on the walls and there's kind of nice, big, comfy chairs. This definitely looks like where the men, the smoking lounge, all that kind of stuff would be. Uh, and you see over in, in the corner in a, in, a, in a cabinet on the wall, you can see about four hanging from the top, shrunken human heads. Hey, hey, Ralph. Yeah, what's going on? I found the shrunken heads. No shit and way. Really? Yeah, you, you want to look at them? Look. <laughs> yeah, so you guys go in and, and uh, sure enough, it, as said, there's, there's the, the um, so there's, there's a bunch of stuff in this room. There's, there's uh, carved tusks of elephants. Uh, there's walrus um, heads. Um, there's model boats. Um, there's weird runic statues. Um, there's it's probably about 20 different animals on the walls, uh, lions, tigers, bears. Oh my. Um, and, and, um, yeah, the, ca- the cabinets with like knives and stuff in them and old fashioned guns and weapons and stuff like that. Who, who was, uh, when we first came in, who was on about the shrunken heads? That's a story all of you guys heard. You right. heard there was a room that had shrunken human heads in it. But you all thought it was ooh, ghost story type thing. I guess this, is, this part of the story is real. We should hope there's no dungeon. I hope there is a dungeon. Um, but we should call everybody else and show them the shrunken heads. Yeah. They're going to love this shit. Let's go get them. They're going to love this. I'll just holler from the kitchen. Yep. Gabby, Gabby. So I bet you call everyone. Everyone hears you, and, and uh, Tommy and Gabby come up. Um, yeah, Michael, you come out of your room. Everything with you, you know, water, cash, um, and you guys all head down. And, and um, Ursula and Ralphie show you guys the room with the shrunken heads. Oh my God, is this guy some sort of a professor or something? No, that can't be real. There's all kinds of cool shit in here. Yeah, this is awesome. Yo, look at these heads. That's so gross. Um, you guys watch as as Tommy kind of opens the cabinet and sort of reaches out to to touch one of the heads. 
Um, does anyone do anything? <laughs> My uh, bite, yeah. I'm gonna, watch. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> how how they shrink the bones? I don't know. I, I want to touch one up. as well. Yeah. He go, he goes forward and he kind of he kind of like taps one of them so it starts to swing. So they're like hanging from. <laughs> Yeah, their hair. Like the, the, hair the hair is, yeah, yeah. Um, Does it feel real? It's like voodoo witchcraft. So as stuff. as as uh, Tommy kind of taps the um that the head the head, you guys feel it sounds like every door in the house slams, and you guys can feel like a hot wind. Um, as uh, kind of push through the door behind you and from the door to the side. Uh, and it's like a hot wind kind of rushes past you and it's enough that your hair kind of blows back and you can feel this kind of hot heat. Um, and uh, I'm going to need to keep it together roll from all of you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's weird. I might just run for my life. Oh, oh, this time I got three. 16. Cool. Uh, 13. Because remember, oh, it's modifiers. That's right. Just remember, this is a flashback. Remember, so. it's the number plus your modifier plus whatever stability problem. Stability you around. Have at the yeah. moment. Make sure you guys are monitoring your stability. 11 then. Wait. 11. That's what I have. Okay. Thir- 13. So, all oh, of you plus guys. One I got four, that is. Okay. So, yeah, Ralphie, <sighs> you bumped. You you are out of there like. like uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you just scream and run. Gabby and Ursula, you guys sort of look back at Ralphie, look at each other, and both the same thing. You guys kind of scarper off after Ralphie, um, the last two kind of um, sitting there um, as, as, as Michael and Tommy, and that, that both of you have got kind of scared looks on, your fa- on, on their faces. Um, and, uh, and then, and then uh, Michael, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to look towards like Tommy to see if he's going to do anything. He's looking pretty, pretty scared and shaken, and he's he's kind of looking off after the others, and kind. Of, it looks like he's indecisive. All right, I'm just gonna pat him on the back and I say, "Let's go, let's go." Uh, cool. So you guys, you guys run off, yeah. Um, and then everything comes back, and you guys are in the rain, rain pouring down as you're looking up at the crow's nest, the house that you as a group searched and investigated. That's when you were 12 years old, you're back. And that is where we're going to leave it for tonight. Oh, man, that was great. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very well done. Very nice. All right. Our players included Ray Lopez, Alex Sun, Mike Kyle, and myself, with Zane Fleming as the keeper, as the game master. Uh, we have a dis- Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. 
We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the strange and terrifying world of cult, divinity, lost, role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.